You guys that are here for the first time, you're in for a treat. I'm a very normal, shy person from Iceland. It was actually more cheaper to go in the car and drive to the person and talk to them. You see that teamwork is one of these things that I always talk about as being part of the fundamentals. We started our business, me and my husband Benedict, 21 years ago. I'm so proud uh, seeing some of the people that I've, I've watched over the one, two, three years maybe in the business. Absolutely fantastic to stand up here and just look out at this enormous sea of new skin entrepreneurs. So, how was that for a highlight video? I am so, so excited to be with, with you guys here tonight. Look at my guests. They're beautiful, beautiful people. You guys don't <laughs> understand this. But there are very, very, very few people in our entire industry that have ever reached a title, which in our business we call Circle of Excellence 3. Okay? It means that, look at the disclaimer here, it means that over their lifetime they have earned over 10 million dollars all right so Gudrun and benedict how does it feel to reach this amazing amazing you know point in the business oh my god yeah how does it feel? <laughs> that's funny it feels it feels good it feels that it, it's approved that it's working it's you know everybody knows i mean we, we've of course known for all, all those years but still it's always like a, a, a benchmark to get to and yeah we're very happy that we got there you guys are yeah. so humble. You guys should be like, yes. <laughs> no, that's what's amazing with you guys. So, all right. So what everybody watching here wants to know is like, how, how did it, how do you do it? Like, what's the secret and all this stuff, right? So take us back a little bit before you guys started this business. Give us your background. Why did you get started with this? Share with us, please. Okay. We're from Iceland. So that's the beginning. <laughs> we, yeah. we, we got to know each other when we were pretty young. So we've been training each other for a long, long time. <laughs> Um, I mean, we, did, we, just, we started in Iceland uh, and then we, we had this dream to, to go abroad. That, that, that's something that really was big with, with us. We always said we're going to go yeah. abroad, study, and that's going to be the way to see the bigger <clears throat> world around us because Iceland is small, Iceland is few people. And, you know, I, I did an MBA in Holland. Uh, we did marketing uh, in Holland in the university there. And... Uh, and then I found a job in Luxembourg. That, that's really the short story because it took a little while to get the job and, and you know, a little bit of a hassle here and there going on. But I mean, we basically ended up in Luxembourg in, back in 95. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. I'm, I'm a teacher originally, so you know, I wanted to do something like that in Luxembourg, but uh, that, I don't really have any of the languages that I speak there. So I only spoke English and yeah, well, other three other languages, but they didn't really fit in Luxembourg. So I was very much on a lookout for something to, you know, something to do, basically. And it took a while and it took a lot of different ideas and trying, you know, testing out, you know, different ideas about uh, 
you know, businesses, import, export, whatever, because that's the only thing, that's the reference you go to when you want to do business abroad. But then uh, I saw a book about network marketing on a, you know, at the friend's house in a, or just on the kitchen counter or something. And uh, I started asking questions and that's basically how we started. I kind of recruited myself into the business. Amazing. And just kidding us back, you're a what kind of teacher were you? You're uh, I was teaching teenagers, uh, geography and Danish, mostly. <laughs> okay, amazing. And now you're the in the She often says that basically she is teaching, you know, yeah. grown-ups, some, something that they actually want to learn to do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, with, obviously with our business. And, and at the time you had two children, is that right? Yeah, we had uh, a five and a ten-year-old, two boys. So we had a busy household and uh, I, you know, when you, when you take children between countries and so on, you know, it, it takes a while to really get adjusted and so on. You know that, you know, you've done this. It's like you go and, and it takes time to really get the whole family adjusted. It and this is also when I was basically just working totally from morning till evening, long hours. Yeah. I, I got a job in a banking environment. It was fun, fun in the beginning, I mean, and exciting, and I learned a lot, but basically it became a long, long hours at the job. Yeah. So. And this, this means that, you know, when you have a busy house with the kids, you know, the boys were at kindergarten and school, so I had time during the day, but during the day, you know, what do you do if you don't have a job? So it was really, a, I really was looking for something. And when I found this, I honestly couldn't believe my own, Years. I was like, can I really build a business by talking to people? I don't need to rent a place. I don't have to employ people. I don't have to have a stock. You know, all of these hassles and all this paperwork and stuff that I had been digging into what, any business that I wanted to start. So for me, this was like, oh my God, I, I, I'm on it. I'm on. I'm, I'm here. And, and that's why I was at the totally at the right time for me. That's so important. It, it's, you know, the timing couldn't have been better for me. Really, and uh, how did you get started? Did you go to a business presentation? You just had a conversation? Like, you know, what did Very it look like quickly, back then? Uh, we were invited to a presentation. Yeah. I, I, I was tagging along. I was a supportive husband then. Well, he was very supportive, but he was still sitting like this <laughs> in a meeting. <laughs> so that's just my natural, you know, skeptical person. I didn't, I didn't know about this. I didn't, I learned nothing in business schools about this. So this was really, Something that was almost a little surprise. I was very happy when I found something, but I didn't see this for me in the beginning. That's not the no. way it was. Okay, amazing. So, and what did so you do? How did you get started? Did you get some products? Did you talk to some friends? Yeah. What? Yeah. So we saw a business presentation. So a business presentation. We didn't uh, see products for no weeks. The, no, when we came to the business presentation, we had heard about the business a little bit, you know, bits and pieces. And of course, this is 23 years ago. So there was no internet, there was no social media, of course. Uh, we couldn't even look things up. So we had to have uh, things photocopied and sent to us and, you know, different times, different and, and we listened to this guy tell a story and we were like, okay, is this true? <laughs> <laughs> and how it many countries were open at the time in, 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 in Europe? There were about five countries, yeah. I think, open, right. but not the one that we were living in, so. <laughs> And not the ones that we wanted to work in, but no. <laughs> that, uh, that came a little bit later. Uh, well, you had to drive and get products elsewhere. We had to go to Belgium to get products from, from uh, Luxembourg. And uh, it, was, it was very different because the only 
contact and the only information gathering we had was when we met people or we got something, you know, photocopied or, or sent to us some brochures and books. Uh, but then what got me was I, I, I wasn't really, I didn't start the business because of the products, because I got fell in love with the products. I actually fell in love with the business idea and that, you know, I felt really important that, okay, I'm going to be in business. I'm going to have an international, you know, business because I saw coming from Iceland, you have, uh, you know, it's a small market. We live in Luxembourg, also a very small market. So I always thought, whoa, this, this, this company is in so many big markets. So that there already I saw a really, really big uh, opportunity. Uh, to be, expand beyond any borders and, and this borderless business was something that I was really fond of. And what were like the most, how many products did you have? What were the most popular ones back then? We had a duplication. Well, the duplication was very simple. We I had packets. <laughs> it was like a blue bag. So it was some people called it the blue bag business, you know, because this is the duplication. Everybody that started started with these 19 products. Okay. Just so, new skin products? Yeah, just new skin. No farmer's products at that time. And of course, no gadgets. There were no, there was no Galvanic, no Lumi, no, you know, it was like we had very humble products, yeah. good, really good products. And we, all of them, you know, what, what I was so happy when I saw them finally, because I, I was a little like, do I dare working with some products? I don't know them. I, I don't know. I'm not really that product person. I was never the one in high school that had the newest makeup or the, the light, latest mascara. So. I was a little bit like, is that something I can identify with? And when I saw the products, it was like, like normal household products at that time. It was, you know, these products that we all use from day to day. And I remember, uh, especially a, a time when we really had this light bulb moment when you came down after having a shower one day and he was like, because he had told me, I don't use products like that. Oh. I don't, you know, this is, okay. I didn't, think, I didn't think about it, but when I came, I remember this. I mean, coming down and, and I said to the girl, it's like, I use 10 products. Just for a moment shower. shower, yeah. just a morning routine. Yeah. And that was like, a, if I do that, uh, a lot of people use this for this kind of products. Yeah. So that was the kind of a business. That was, and also the conversation plan for me, yeah. was the eye-opener to, to really really kind of wake the, me up. The conversation plan was because uh, I needed to dig into knowing the numbers. So I, of course, got my business husband. You know, he had been in business school. He had an MBA in business. So, mm -hmm. of course, he had to tell me if I was understanding this correctly. And when we started digging in, we actually had one of these moments where, like, what if this is true? What if we can really do this? And that we can just choose where to live, when to, you know, when to work, when to, with whom to work, how much to work, and build that leveraged income that, you know, was very, very interesting to us. It doesn't feel 23 years ago. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> Amazing. And so, and, and then, what, what, like, what did you do in the beginning? Did you just start presenting the, the business, obviously, because that was your focus more than the product? Did you do any, any, any demonstrations? Take us through the first like year. It or was so. very, very business yeah. opportunity presentation focused, really. Um, partly because it wasn't an open country, of course. And I mean, it was just having presentations. It was a rhythm once. in the beginning, once a week, every Wednesday, a, a few couples. We always focused on inviting couples because we basically said, you know, we never know who is going to be interested, man or woman. I mean, it's like 
here's an opportunity and you never know what people are actually thinking and in what situation they are. And for me, that's still very valid to this. So yeah. once a week for five or four weeks. Four weeks and then we added one. Exactly. <laughs> that was the beginning that basically launched the yeah. basis of, of several of the big lines that we actually still have today. Yeah. That was actually, I think, from those five meetings, uh, eventually, not immediately, but eventually we had four uh, executives who yeah. for what is called today grant facts. Yeah. Brilliant. From, from, you got to Ruby quite quickly, or? Uh, not, no, it was first we got to Lapis uh, quite quickly and then Ruby like in a few, few months time. Five, six months. Yeah. yeah. That was, uh, so it was... Uh, it wasn't the same Ruby focus no. as we have today. A little bit different. Yeah. And but, it, you know, uh, bear in mind that the way to talk to people was either to bring them to my, our house or to go to their place. You know, that's how you did those presentations. There was no way of texting or SMSing or anything that, that just didn't exist. No, I mean, for instance, when I started really to get involved, taking more responsibility, it was for me that after my job, I was home 6, 6.30, I was, we had, we had business started in, in Belgium, maybe driving two hours north of Belgium for a meeting. Hopefully that we would meet two, three, four, five people. <laughs> it happened, nobody showed up. And you know, and then, then we basically, I'm driving back home late, late night, midnight, still back two hours to get home to, to actually get to job uh, in, the, in the morning after. So I mean, things are a slightly slower pace than, than when you're thinking social media. <laughs> Amazing. And did you guys have any like massive challenges in your first couple of years? Um, and how did you overcome those? Uh, no, we have no challenges. <laughs> it was all so easy. <laughs> yeah, we had a couple of those. We had, uh, well, in our first year in the business, and that's when Benedict got more involved in doing this business presentation, I was pregnant. Uh, so we had our third child in the first year. And so then we started, you know, he, he went, I was home at evening and he started going out more in the evenings when it got uh, closer to that. And uh, there is, in our memory, there is a day that is actually the worst day of our business entirely. And that is like seven months, seven, eight months into, eight the, months into business, the business. Yeah. And we became Emerald uh, uh, leaders, uh, Emerald uh, executives. And that should have been a very happy time. It should have been like, whoa, we made it to Emerald. But what happened is that we didn't build our business in the beginning in a balanced way. We only looked for business people. So we were not focused on products. Nobody told us we should do that. So we basically were only, we only had business volume in our, uh, our organization. So when they all broke away into the leadership part, we sat there with barely no group. So that was like a very hard wake up call of, go out and find customers you need you need the customer base yeah. you learn that, that you row a boat with two oars that's the way to row it with business and, and products it's balance it's one of the many things that you balance in the business amazing and okay so you got the emerald and this is a challenge a little bit and um did you uh like had you seen any obviously there was an office in in, in brussels is that right but you've never yeah. been to yeah. the, the office in the u.s yet we, we actually went very quickly to the office in the US. We went, we, we started our business in, uh, we signed, and that's one thing. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, remember what, I know when, what you're saying. <laughs> when we signed our... 22nd of February, we signed. We had to sign it physically. We had like three, three papers and we had to give one to the company, <laughs> keep one, and the sponsor got one. 
So it was a different, you know, you just didn't just push a button. And when we signed, we, we decided we are going to sign, we are going to do this. So we made a plan and in our mind, we were starting a big business. It was never like, okay, let's try this. It was like, okay, this is, I, I saw it from the beginning, like this could be our long-term thing. I don't know why, because nobody around us had done that. I, did, I didn't know it at that time, 22nd of February. <laughs> no. Okay, what, what was the biggest pin title in Europe at the time? Lapis. Yeah. Lapis was the biggest pin title in yeah. all of Europe. Yeah. And we thought that person was higher, but it, it was Lapis. We realized that afterwards. And, uh, but, that, you know, it was uh, growing very quickly at that time. So they became, I think, Blue Diamond that year, late that year. End so it was, year. Yeah, was really growing very but quickly. we went to the States. We went, we, we started in February. Summer. And just, just to finish that, we actually decided to sign uh, uh, our uh, contract on a Saturday because in Iceland it's like a Saturday is for luck and for good things. Good things start on a Saturday. So we waited uh, on a Friday night until uh, after midnight. And then we opened a bottle of champagne and we really celebrated our new business. So it's like we went into it with a very big, you know, aspirations, basically. And Talking we about champagne, I've heard a story about that you guys use a, a pretty good tactic there with, with champagne bottles as well. Yeah, with the champagne, yeah. yeah I mean, we, we, yeah, obviously we like to live with champagne. So. <laughs> <laughs> but when we had our first executives uh, break in our, our team, we had this idea to basically celebrate with them. So we said, we, we'll go and buy, buy a champagne bottle and give, give them. And, and when we came back from the store, we actually had 12 bottles with us because we thought on the way and made the plan, okay, we're going to give every frontline executive. And we had decided at that time, we are going to become a blue diamond. This is- We needed 12 at that time. Exactly. Uh, so that's why we bought 12, 12. bottles. So we're going to give and, one to each And this time. is a few months, two, three months into it when we yeah. when we're qualified. And, uh, so we brought 12 champagne bottles home and this, this came one of our biggest visual goals that we, we, we did and actually drove us through the business in the beginning. So important, we always talk about that. I, I'm not very big, at, at that time I was not big on goal setting, I didn't really, I had never done it. He had learned it for uh, companies, but he decided, you decided to do it for us. So this must have been a trick from, yeah, from that, to, to that's, buy the 12 champagne, so. That's, that's what I'm saying, that I didn't understand that this was a huge goal to put that up so visually, but it worked because people started coming to our house and saying, hey, how many bottles do we have left? So we got this push from our team and from other people and around. And we saw these bottles every morning we came yeah. down. Yeah. Every morning. Yeah. Did you set any other goals when you first started? My first goal was to have a phone that wasn't stuck to the wall. Okay. <laughs> because I how much, do you know about how much that cost? That was very little. It was not a high, it was not a huge goal. But it was still a goal and I wanted to earn the money first before I got it. Didn't we learn in the beginning, make small and big goals and, yeah. and, and celebrate every goal that you achieve. So yeah. that's why we made a goal to, to, to achieve quickly and to celebrate it and, and start practicing to celebrate goals that you, you succeeded. Yeah. So they were very small in the beginning and one of them was also to get someone to clean my house because I was like, okay, now I'm in business, so I need someone, you know, to come to the house. So these, you know, these were goals that mattered to me. And then later on, they became bigger goals. But, uh, you know, you can start wherever. I remember we set a lot of goals on many, many different mm -hmm. things. And it was partly, I always say, to practice to set goals. 
But I, I think, you know, we narrowed it down and, and like this big one with Blue Diamond was, was something that really was driving us for a long time because it took us four years to get to Blue. Yeah. Yeah. It took four years to get to Blue Diamond, right? Yeah. So when you set this first goal of getting a phone that wasn't stuck to the wall, did you ever like already back then think that, hey, one day I'm going to be a Circle of Excellence 3 member, which is obviously we <laughs> made a lot of money, no. right? No, no. I actually didn't because I, I had, you know, and this, is, this has to do with your money mindset a bit. My money mindset was not that high. I, was, I had uh, ambition and I, I wanted, you know, I wanted a business for myself. That, this was actually my business in the beginning. <laughs> uh, but then, uh, you know, I, as a teacher, you, you get used to having a certain income. And I had, you know, that's kind of my mindset was there. Then I got to the teacher salary, the, what I had uh, before that, you know, in three months. So I was like, oh, that was fantastic. So, and three months later, I had actually doubled the teacher salary. So I was like, okay, I could never be twice a, a teacher. So this is totally amazing. Was over the moon happy with it. So I raised the money mindset little by little. And then I was looking towards Benedict, like, I wonder if I can get to his salary because I thought that was really high. He had a really good job in Luxembourg. And, uh, well, then it became our business. It's, and then <laughs> it's, it's a smart thing to join them if you can't beat them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And what, well, how long have you been in the business when, when, when you decided to join them? It actually didn't take a lot of no. weeks, really. No, no, no. You were—he was actually. Yeah, I mean, this—I mean, I remember we went through this compensation plan stuff, and it was like, "Gosh, is it really possible? Is yeah. it really true?" And that kind of a going through that—that that part of believing that this might be might be possible because it was a calculation thing. But the thing was, was the product going to actually deliver? I mean, obviously, 23 years later, we know they do, <laughs> it does. and they did. And the and the thing is. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, that was uh, that was a thing with with the but you, with you the yeah you started very quickly coming into the meetings. We said that yes. you know he was not allowed by his company to have another exactly. business, yeah. mm. so he was the coffee person, you know, bringing coffee in our meetings. <laughs> and uh, then little by little, he was soon. I started to actually help out with some of the trainings on the compound, especially. And I mean, eighteen months into the business, we became a diamond executive, and that was the day I. Handed in my resignation to the bank. Oh wow! So just 18 months after you guys started, you you actually yeah. went both were full time. Yeah. Amazing. Doubled doubled my income in Luxembourg. Roughly, we we had the last with Okay, so that's your kind of suggestion for people. Obviously, right now no, people are, no, are moving very very fast. Yeah. We we said we learned double or triple, but we were too impatient. <laughs> That's why we say triple it and then quit because of course it, is, it, of course it depends time. also on how much people are making and some yeah. relative things. Of course. So, of course. Yeah. Now you mentioned it before, you know, you set up these, these small goals and you maybe have this money mindset. Um, now that people are moving very, very fast in the business, we sometimes see people that they, they almost get satisfied when they kind of reach, let's say, their, their, their normal yeah. let's say, salary. What's your suggestion for that? Like, how do they expand that mindset? This is, this is actually something we have been talking a lot about lately because we have seen spikes and, you know, growth like we're seeing now. Actually, we haven't really seen this kind of because this is kind of unprecedented, this growth that we are having now. For all those years, we've seen it in pockets, you know, a little bit, you know, in that country or that country. But now when we're seeing it everywhere at the same time, it's kind of overwhelming. 
And what is happening, we, when we saw, have seen this before, uh, we have also seen the results and the results, you know, and then I'm talking long-term results. And the result is that people that are used to a certain income and all of a sudden they may, might have doubled it, they get totally satisfied with it or, and they stop doing what they've actually got them uh, uh, success, became, uh, made them successful in the, in the first place. Yeah. And my recommendation to everybody is really, you know, very much work on your mindset because it's so sad that there are so many leaders out there that we will never know how far they actually could reach because they are not going to give themselves the chance to ch check it out because they just, and some of them actually start to sabotage their, their own success by starting to talk themselves down. It's like, oh, it must have been luck. I, I'm not really that good at it. It's like, you know, so they start to, to scale down because they get attention and they are not really sure if they, they haven't grown into the, that attention themselves. A little bit afraid of, of yeah. getting that success. I mean, sometimes people just get busy with something totally different. We, we, I remember this period when a lot of people all of a sudden started to uh, do NLP courses and, and things Healing like that. And I mean, development is great. But I mean, keep the balance. And I think the trick is you need to have the goals that are big enough to drive you. I mean, you, you have to have, it has to be a, something that comes from within. And, and uh, it's, it's so important. That's why small and, and big goals, so important to have something which is further out there, big. You have no idea how you're going to get it, but it becomes something that you know you, you will actually get to it. And, and that will take you just to move on rather than starting to, divert your attention to things that are not important. Amazing. So obviously this business is giving you guys, uh, obviously a lot of money, but what, you know, what have you done a little bit with that? Like, obviously, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, have you, have you bought any nice, you know, <laughs> houses? Have you traveled? Like, what, can you tell us to a little bit more about your lifestyle? Actually, what I feel that the business has given us the most is the, the luxury of choice that we can choose what we do. We can choose where we live. We have lived throughout the new skin business. We have lived uh, where we started in Luxembourg, went to Iceland one year, back to Luxembourg, to Spain for four years, back to Iceland. You know, we can choose. It, it depends on you, you know, okay, now we feel like living here. And, and that's, you know, we, we're here at our kids' encounter and we love it. You know, we've been stuck here and we, you know, that's totally fine with us. And, uh, you know, during this COVID time, and uh, it's the, the, the luxury of choice, actually, and, and the freedom of not having to ask anyone what, you know, where I'm supposed to be or what I'm supposed to do. And then we have traveled a lot. Oh, you, you have always been the, the travel guy, you know, that you wanted to we, travel We a lot. like travel. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. But I mean, we bought our apartments, both we had in Spain and in Iceland. And then we basically had our house here in Iceland. And for the last two years, literally, we have really rebuilt that house completely from scratch it's in the area where we want to want to be long term so we, we took some big project and, and, and did, did quite some investment on that so i mean we will have at least few months every year in iceland that's that's decided yeah and and the traveling i mean we had uh, a few years ago we went on a world trip for a whole year of actually a little over a year where we, you know, it's strange to talk about it maybe now when nobody can go anywhere, but it is really... We plan to be able to. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, we went from, you know, all the way, we went a lot throughout different places in the US, in uh, Hawaii, you know, uh, 
Peru, Japan, a lot in South Africa, you know, different places in Europe as well. But uh, this we did with our 15-year-old daughter at the time. And that was maybe the biggest thing. I mean, our sons at that time were then, you know, uh, 21 and, and 26. And they came to some of the places like, you know, Washington and, and Hawaii and, and other places. But mostly, and yeah, Holland or something. But mostly it was, she was with us the whole time. And, you know, we were blocking around this time. We actually, that's, yeah, blocks had started then. Yes. <laughs> and we had this. Uh, this is 2013, 14. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, dreamsgoneglobal.com and we still have that, that, that uh, website is still there so people can have a look and, and she was blogging our daughter as well and this gave us something that was, it had been a long term dream and it's like why not now? And the most interesting part about that year is that we went away for a whole year, we didn't do any business, we met fantastic people all over, we you know, participated in an event in Japan and you know, with our friends there, people in Karu and so on. But when we, you know, looked up after that year into our business, it had grown significantly. And this is the power of leverage because people are not dependent on you being out there all the time. But then now, we, lately, we have been very active in the business. So, it, you know, you can choose whether you want to do that or not. It's, it's a total privilege to be able to make these choices. And it just popped into my head that... Uh, because I remember the story, I think it was from Laura Corr, because her father was talked about that he was, when he was in, into the business, he, he was saying, and he went into stores, they were going somewhere on journeys or whatever they're doing, he didn't look at the price tag. And I remember when I heard that story for the first time, it was like, eh? And I, I, I timed myself, you know, over the, over the years, we, we, we don't, we're not too concerned about, is it this much or that much, if we want something, we, we can more or less, you know, basically have it if, if we like to. And it, it doesn't put those limitations on what we normally would have. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's but saying that, we should have a disclaimer that yeah, yeah. this is also very hard work. This is not something that comes just because you decide to sign up. This is, you know, and not everybody gets there. You know, it's not like you, you're guaranteed that success. You have to really work. I often think about it also that, you know, I, I, I love football and, you know, I, I used to play like so many guys and, and girls do. I mean, how many people really get to the top and get the big bucks in that industry? I mean, it's a little bit, I see the similarity for us as well. It's like a lot of people have chance and, and learn a lot in our business. I enjoyed my football time immensely. I, I didn't become a professional. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can do it even though. <laughs> exactly. And I learned a lot and whatever. And, and that's what also comes with this industry. But, but uh, I mean, Newskin provides these average info figures and we always refer to them. And, and they basically announce also when people earn certain million dollar uh, or co uh, circle of circle excellence excellent. milestones. And, and we, can, we can tell about that. So, I mean, that's, these are facts. And obviously, you guys have impacted a lot of people's lives, whether it's uh, via, you know, nourish children or it's via uh, just whether to help somebody, you know, make an extra little income or whether it's, you know, obviously, you've got a lot of people in your team now that have, have literally made, made millions, right? Does it ever feel like overwhelming or like, oh, my gosh, like we've, you know, been able to create all this or like, you know, or does it just feel like really good? It, it, you know what? I think this grows on you. I think this is, I often think about that. 
when I see people uh, go too quickly to, to success in our business, I, I want to go and, and give them advice that they really need to be care, very careful. I mean, it's like you have, to, you have to get used to that success. And that is, that is good that it comes. I'm, I'm so happy it took four years to blue. We had people in our team, Blue Diamonds, before we became. Yeah, we had two, two Blue Diamonds exactly. on our frontline before becoming one ourselves. I mean, that kind is of... Is this a... picture right here, is this when you guys were in the U.S. And, and, and it's actually showing that you guys are blue? Well, let me just pop yeah. this up really quickly here. <laughs> um... Exactly. We, ha we have some, uh, some pictures there exactly from... This is this our is first... Yeah, oh, this, this, yes, this, this one. one this is when we are getting uh, recognized on states in the US. And you can see we are smile, smiling all around. <laughs> and there's a picture of it on the wall as well. Yes, yeah. all the blue diamonds yeah. that Newskin has, that, you know, our, our pictures are on the wall in front of the elevators in the sky race. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is in the European one. And this was when we were celebrating at home, this champagne, of course. What's this one? <laughs> oh, that, this is in the beginning. I mean, I think this is just a couple of months into the business. And, you know, we, when we got the product, we were into the product. I mean, Glacial Marine Maps. Exactly. Still working. <laughs> All right. I mean, some of those pictures look like a lot of fun. It looks like you guys even got to, to be on stage with the founders. Yes. Yeah. Done that several times. <laughs> and, uh, you know, meeting these people that have actually, that founded this company on sheer hope and belief, you know, at the time of recession, actually in the US at the time, uh, is really humbling because these people are very real. And I think we were going to talk about it before, that we, you know, when we saw the company for the first time, and that was only a few months into the business, we, we started in February, or we signed our, our contract in February, and then in the summer, July or something, we went to the US to see the headquarters because for us it was very important to really have some touch the building, yeah, touch the building see that there are people <laughs> actually working here but also we went to a, a kind of a big uh, seminar or yeah mm -hmm. where we actually saw 30 blue diamonds and i still remember how impactful it was because we saw all kinds of people you know different backgrounds and you know very very different types of people and that built really an important belief into the concept and that's why we are so Mm -hmm. So powerful on people have to come to big, uh, big meetings. Meetings. I mean, and the success of it is the ultimate in Europe for us to to bring new people because they see a lot of people that have had success, and that helps with belief. It's so important. I can tell you. Can't wait for us to be able to do that again no, because this is. Be but it, it is this thing that you see, and when you realize these people that are successful, they're just like you and me. So. You know, the only thing is that they've been in, their, in it longer, they've done more, maybe, you know, anybody can do this if they put their mind to it. And that's, that's where the money mindset and all of this mindset things comes in. So, you know, really, I, I hope people work on that so they will really utilize and, and, and get to really where their, see their, what their, where their potential really lies. Yeah, to the full potential. Full potential. Exactly, that's the thing. Absolutely, that's awesome. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, another thing is that you got, you mentioned there earlier that you are very active again in the business, and I know you guys have built some incredible teams lately. Can you share a little bit about that and the energy enthusiasm, and and also obviously the transitions to social media, which was obviously not how you originally built your business. Yeah, 
I think it's okay. Yes. Uh, the thing is that when, uh, before, you know, this whole social media was even an idea because all of us had Facebook and nobody really knew how to use that until there were a few people in the UK that really started to using, using social media for the business building. And they did it in an amazing way. And it was very new to me. And at that time, I was really, had not been active for a long time. I had been very much, and both of us had been very much on the sidelines, semi-retired. We don't really want to say retired, but you know, not really doing a lot business-wise. And I, I, I remember that inner dialogue and that, that discussion with myself, actually. Do I want to take part in this? Do I want to learn this? Or should I just let it go? Because it wasn't really like I needed to go out and do it, but I'm very curious and I love having, you know, new challenges. And this actually gave me a lot of energy, just the part that I needed to learn something new. And I think part of the reason why I had been become uh, inactive was that I knew the whole thing. I knew, you know, there was no challenges. There was no, nothing that I was reaching out to do. And here all of a sudden, there, this was very new to me. Uh, I had no idea what I was doing, just like anybody else. So for me, I started kind of spearfishing, you know, going into groups and finding, okay, where can I find good people, you know, that are, you know, I'm sure, even though I'm not the biggest social media person, I, I might find some people that are. And eventually I did. And there is this amazing team, you know, growing in, in Luxembourg now that has almost four years now in the autumn uh, with fantastic leaders. And this is really... You know, for me, and this has been all through social media, but me doing it mostly long distance. Yes, we've gone there. And there, here is a big difference for, you know, building the business today, uh, that you can do so much by talking to people like this. When we wanted to build in another country, the only re possibility for us was to sit in a car and go there or fly there, you know, and we had to do that again and again. And, and we didn't really have a system to, to follow so we, we kind of told people how we did it and then they kind of did that and we came back two or three weeks later and they were doing something totally different. So that's why we have always been so strong on the OTT, you know, that, that we have a duplication, that we have a system throughout all these countries, different languages. One of the biggest uh, part of our business, I mean, a big part of our business is in France. We don't even speak French. But we still have amazing French leaders because someone talked to someone that talked to someone in France. And this is what I love about this business. I actually, when you say so, talk about social media, social selling, you know, because it has been such a big change in the business. And, and uh, I think we are starting to realize how much it has actually impacted, of course. And what I am very happy is that, like you said, it was a, a new experience. And, and for, for people that have been used to something for a very, very long time, I think a lot of us in, in, in Europe, in the OTG world, we were clever enough to be curious about exactly this new venture and embrace it and let people kind of develop a little bit on their own, the new leaders. I think it was very, very good fortune to do it that way because uh, I don't think it has been happening everywhere. So, I mean, people may have missed out or could have been, you know, growing uh, on social media, social selling in, in more places. And it also gives us, you know, this is the biggest joy that I have out of this business. And this is, you know, having a new team like that. And, you know, there are two very soon to be blue diamonds there that, you know, and other leaders coming up, people going on success trips and 
this is really what it is about. I can see people in front of my eyes changing their lives. And that's really impactful. Yeah. And, and this, it's, it's this, not overwhelming like you were asking. I, I feel yeah. like, no, it's not. It's just like, I love it. It's like, I, I, more of I it. remember from the beginning when we met these, these young, young ladies, nice young ladies, that, you know, in our mind, we were already starting to see how they would become good diamonds. And I mean, long before you believe they, in people before they believe in themselves, really. Yeah, exactly. Because that is part of the leadership that is, is so important in our business, because we know that you, you don't have to be a superman to, to, to make success in this business. It's about the work ethics and, and, and other things, you know, and be clever about it, whatever. But, but it's not about something that you have to be privileged by for, for a background or, or education or anything like that. It's so important. And belief is such a critical part for people as well. So, yes. Amazing. And you obviously you guys have seen a lot of uh, new, new technologies being launched by the company, new kind of things coming, new markets and so on. If you had a new person start today, like what one thing would, would you recommend they focus on? Like what you think is going to be successful right now? The four letter word, Lumi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, come on. It's so obvious. It's the number one icebreaker. We always look for the ice-breaking product that Nuskin brought and I, we can go back in time and I mean we can go you know when the scanner comes out Lifepad was already there when we, we joined I mean super product from the beginning and I mean scanner was such a revolutionary machine and, and, and technology to help us use Lifepad and create customers that are still customers decades later mm -hmm. and Galvanic comes in a few years later when we learned in, in Europe to use that all of a sudden the retail business was on in Europe. I mean, that took us quite a number of years before we actually started really using retail in the, in the business. And, uh, and the Galvanic and that technology brought on the opportunity to bring that and reset your business with the GLs, et cetera. And then we can go, you know, step by step and, and Lumi is the, is the last one. And, and this is what Newskin is clever about, bringing stuff that we can use in our businesses to, to build you know something good for the future and, and for our teams because we have so many products we have so much to talk about mm -hmm. that when we talk about all of it we totally confuse people so focus very very narrow focus in the beginning focus on lumi and the duplication like packages to have duplication packages either the lumi packets or one of the business packages the daily essentials without the lumi or whatever you know decide what you want to uh, focus on and talk about that like 90% of the time because then you are really going out there and teaching also your new members, your new team members, how easy it is. They only have to learn this and then additionally, they will little by little gain more knowledge and they will start to use more products and understand that, oh, we, we have more to offer here. So it's not about dumping everything on them at the beginning, but simple duplication, but very, very focused and then uh, you know, duplicating that far, you know, we talk about driving the lines, you know, when you talk to someone, you find someone in that group, talk to the next person, talk to that, and we keep on into the teams, and we basically have this method of, uh, you call me, you know, we, we go where the energy is, if people don't call me, I don't spend time on them, if, you know, I, I talk to those that actually claim my time with energy, and that's how you, you find the leaders. It's obviously that's more on a one-to-one -one basis. What about like as a, as a team? Do you do team calls, like trainings and so on? Do you still do that? Yeah, 
Yeah. This girl has been amazing <laughs> in the last couple of years. I mean, she's now literally every week. It's it's a it's a number of calls that are really like like every very time, consistent. very consistent. And this this goes back into the business basics. You know, be consistent about doing it. It's it's like you know, if, if we go to the total beginning, it was like weekly trainings was on and on and on. It was that that rhythm was the key. It still is the key. But think about and this. You're doing it in a massive. Oh, yeah. Thank you, honey. There's, there's, uh, you, you know, think about it. In the beginning, we did these weekly meetings and we gathered people in an area and we did, you know, our trainings and we did our best to really help these people to understand what this was and everything. When I do my trainings now, I have people all over Europe, you know, everywhere from, you know, north to south and east to west. And it's like, you know, if they speak English, because I'm not very good at all these East European languages and France and Spanish and everything. So they, you know, those that speak Spanish, they speak English, sorry. So it is, you know, the only it's thing that... It's actually translation. Yeah, in some of the meetings, yeah. it's translated actually into French. So, you know, it depends on the teams, on the groups, but, I, you know, yes, very much. And I love doing those. And some of them are on a Zoom where you have several people and I want the interaction. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I really, I feel that I'm so much more connected to the team when I do this. And I'm, I'm waiting also for, for the environment to go a little bit back to normal. So when we start traveling again, yeah. I think we will get, get on, on the road uh, with, with, you know, yeah. some of the new things that are happening. Because one of my beliefs for the future is that there is a lot of potential for a lot of more guys successful in the business. <laughs> I'm amazing, sure about that. All right, as we are in momentum, I always tell people we don't have time for training right now. We need to be recruiting like crazy, right? So I just want you to, first of all, massive congratulations. It's an absolutely monumental achievement you guys have done. 10 million. Wow, it's just awesome. But can you just end it here with just three like suggestions for like a new person? What are kind of the three like points to like, you know? Stay in, talk to people. Don't, don't. You know, if, if it takes you, I, I saw somewhere, if it takes you two hours to, to create a post on social media, don't, you know, spend that time on things that are really hard for you. Do, you know, take the phone. How many people can you talk to in two hours? You know, find the way to talk to people. I love talking to uh, acquaintances, you know, my warm circle, most or if not all of our uh, personally sponsored people have been from someone that we know. So it is, or, you know, so we have some connection with. So that, you know, use the time now to do that. Connect to people. Listen to your upline. Be coachable. Because they're not telling you stuff to tease you or to try you out. They're telling you stuff that works. We have a faster booklet, you know, a very short little faster booklet that tells you, you know, the, you only need three things, you know, the first three things in the workflow there. It's, you know, the goals. Set your goals. Have goals. Write down your contacts and learn to invite for products or for business. It's, you know, keep it simple. That's I, I wanted to throw in the word <laughs> simple because, I mean, the thing is, you've you got to keep things simple and duplicate simple things when momentum is happening. I, I, don't know if, I don't know if we have talked enough about momentum with people over the years, but people need to know that when it grows month after month after month, and that has happened many times in Yushin's history, it's growth that really drives something big. And we are in front of it right now. It may be started in some markets already, but I mean, the thing is- Hyper growth. Yes, massive work. It's, it's action, 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 and keep it simple. Duplicate what's simple because 
then new people can learn it fast. That's the key. And we have the system to build the foundation for it. It's so important. That's amazing, guys. Thank you guys so much for your time. I know it's precious and amazing, amazing. Congratulations again to you guys. Thank you. You guys have a wonderful night. Thank you so much, Daniel. Thank you, guys. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thanks.